0: Welcome back to the Happy Positive Energy Game Podcast with me, your host, Luke Anning. I hope all you beautiful people are feeling bright and warm, and if not, that is exactly why I'm here today. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to start an online business. Last episode, we talked about how to stop the what-ifs, so if you haven't listened to that just yet, it's such a valuable episode, and I left one of my favorite mindset reframes that completely transformed my new self when I was new to business. And I think it would land really well before you check out this episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back to that episode. It's literally the one before. It's called Stopping the What Ifs and then come in and listen to this episode. So I'm going to talk to you and a bit of a free flow today. There's been very little notes. Sometimes I take quite a bit of block of notes to prepare for these episodes so that I can give you guys my absolute all. But really, I want to do this free flow i we're going to talk about the things you actually need for a service-based online business and things you don't. And we're going to also start about how to get an idea that aligns with you and makes you money. So, like I said, the first thing that we're going to do is align with something that's going to align with you and make money. <clears throat> now, I want to talk about the Japanese concept, ikigai. Now, ikigai loosely, transform, tra- loosely translates to... Referring to something that gives a person a sense of purpose, a reason for living. And when it comes to creating this ikigai concept, we need to look at this as a little bit of an overlap. And those overlaps center around four certain questions. So the first question that I want you to consider is what do you love? What do you love in this world? Like, what gives you delight? What gives you a fullness? Don't think about wealth as such just yet, but what do you love? Like, for me, love an English breakfast. Can't lie. Like, fry it up in the morning, get those eggs there, get the salt and pepper on the eggs. Oh my goodness, I'm getting myself hungry already. Get the bacon going, get the baked beans, the toast with a a little bit of light butter, Oh my goodness! Get me an English breakfast right now. But I love an English English breakfast. But what do you love? Think about outside the, outside of this. You might love dogs. You might love helping people. You might love gardening. I want you to really really fester with this one. And when you when you go through this process, maybe you take notes on your phone. But have a have a think about like ten to twenty things. Like really challenge yourself here. And something that I've found has been really helpful whenever I feel frustrated and I'm trying to learn something or I'm trying to go deep within, I'm trying to ask myself questions. If I'm getting frustrated, then that means that I'm thinking hard enough. I wanna challenge your brain here. And the next question is what are you good at? So, are you good at carpentry? Are you good at talking to people? Are you good at holding space? are you good at gardening? Are you good at cooking? Like really allow this question to to go into your mind. Like, what are you genuinely good at? Are you good at connecting with people? Okay. We've got first two questions. We've got, what do you love and what are you good at? So we've got those first two. Now, what I want you to have a think about is like, what does the world need? Does it need less homelessness? Does it need less people overweight? Does it need more people connecting with their families? Like, get really expansive here. Does the world need more care for others? Does the world need better better plant care? Like, this is this is your dream here, guys. This is your business. Like, what does the world need? Okay, we're we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking. And that's good. Okay, and the last part of Ikigai is what can you be paid for? So you could be paid for um, a one-to-one accountability service. You could be paid for running lecture halls. You could be paid for cooking food. You could be paid for gardening. You could be paid for podcasting. You could be paid for creating articles for other people you could be paid for creating social media for somebody else you could be paid for doing sales for somebody else you could be paid for email marketing you could be paid for creating new furniture creating antiques and selling them there's lots of things you can be paid for don't think with just the nine-to-five mindset don't think oh. I need to pick up a regular job and that's going to be what I, what I do. Like get expansive here. What can you be paid for? So the four parts of initial find, finding your reason for being is what do you love? What are you good at? What can you be paid for? And what does the world need? And think of like 10 to 15 things for each of those. And when you have that, what you're going to do is you're going to start circling the things that overlap because when they overlap not only do we tie in our passion our mission our vocation our profession but we overly but we overly bring in ikigai which is this japanese concept for what wakes you up out of bed what what is this reason for being what gets you moving on your day so that is the initial part like now that we've got some ideas circled i want you to Write out a few of these things. You might say, okay, like I feel like I want to do dog sitting or I feel like I want to become a coach or I feel like I want to be an email marketer or I feel like I want to run a music events company. And I want you to lean into, out of these ones, which ones are going to be the most valuable service towards the market where it's at right now? Like thinking about, okay, how many other successful people are there within this industry. Now, for example, this might be a hard thing for you to do because some of you might say, oh, well, I wouldn't mind creating a a new mobile phone company. Now, that's a really, really competitive market that's heavily, heavily saturated. But that doesn't mean that just because you want to become a fitness coach or you want to become a mindset coach, And just because there are other coaches like that, like Tony Robbins and and Rob Dial and all these other big, big names, it doesn't mean that you can't become one as well, because there's a different service package that you can provide. And that's what I want to talk about as we go further into this. So once you have this initial idea, it's like, okay, cool. I've got this initial idea. Now that I've got this initial idea, what am I going to need? Well, I'm going to need something to sell, right? Right. I'm going, to need, I'm going to need something to sell because otherwise a business doesn't grow without having anything to sell. So now that I've got my initial idea, I've got my market, I want to niche down that market so that I can provide a perfect solution for that perfect person. So let's say you're a mindset coach for women aged 20 to 30 who are creating an online business. That is going to be a, total different market to a mindset coach for women who are 40 to 50 years old who've recently come through divorce so this is what the importance of a niche is we need to understand why we would be in a certain industry a certain niche compared to the other one because the solutions are going to look totally different and yeah sure do we want to help everyone but by helping everyone you're helping no one so we want to understand what is my niche So is that a mindset coach for losing weight? Is that a mindset coach for relationships? Is that a certain type of dog grooming service? Is this a certain type of gardener? You want to niche this down a little bit so that you can provide the perfect service base. For example, if we're looking at a macro scale of gardening, a small flower gardener, is going to be totally different to somebody who cuts down trees and does forestry, right? Both in some way are gardening, one may be a little bit bigger than the other, but they don't serve the same market. The same as an electrician doesn't help out with plumbing. They do electrics. Plumbers do plumbing. So we want to think about how can I nail this down with my service base? Okay, now that you've got your service base, you want to think about what solutions do I fix for my client? So think about all the possible problems that your client could have and list these out. List out all these possible problems. This could be 10, 15, 20. When I do this with my clients, sometimes I encourage them to even push to 30. So push out to 30 problems. And once we've got those problems really eked out, and I want you to think about your journey as well. Think about your journey to where you're at now. And it's easy for me to talk about coaches because obviously I help coaches. But if I was gonna become a coach, think about your personal transformation. Did you go through weight loss? Did you go through mindset challenges? Did you overcome certain relationship challenges? Did you overcome certain things in business that set you apart from somebody else? Okay, so now that you've got those problems written out, you want to think about in terms of your backstory, what solutions did you have? What solutions did you have or what solutions could you create that would solve your person's problems? See, whenever there is a problem in the world relating to any of the core human drives that we actually talked about a few episodes ago, this is when we have a market come up for it. For example, the need for connection. That's why we have mobile phones, right? Need for faster connection, a faster way to reach people around the world. So having a think here, like what solutions could you guys actually create? Because once we have our market, once we then have our niche, once we then have our solution, we then are working our way out to marketing, which is also known as, okay, who would be of interest? Who would actually, who would actually jump on board with my service? With what I can help and create, and then we're on to sales, which is, okay, how can I help somebody make a decision towards saying yes to me versus yes to somebody else? That's all it is. But so many times people overcomplicate it in business and don't have any systems written down. But when you simplify it, it's so simple. Okay. Who is going to be somebody that is going to purchase my service and from there, how can I get that person into a a space of wanting to purchase it? It's that simple. But we overcomplicate it. Everybody overcomplicates it. So, what have we talked about? We've got your ikigai sorted. We've got what ideas might come up for you. Then we've got your niche and, and dialing that down a little bit. So, Thinking about specifics, is it a 40-year-old woman? Is it a 25-year-old entrepreneur? Is it somebody who's got dogs, right? We want to get an idea of who that ideal person is. And then from there, we've got what is the solution that I could create for that person? And think about this. This is something that's really valuable that I learned from the personal MBA. And think about the hassle premium, right? Why do people pay so much money for liposuction when they could just go for a run and eat less food. Because it's quick, it's easy, it takes the hassle away, right? takes the grind away. The same with, you can get your own home cleaning, swimming pool kits, or you could get somebody else to do it, which you would charge more for. The same as if we're being really abundant here and you could make your own food or you could get takeout or you could get a personal chef or you could get personal meal prep. People pay for a solution. People would rather pay to have the hassle removed from them than they would do it themselves. Like for me, take this as an example. Like All I do with my podcast is plan the episodes and then film it and then I have an editor who then takes that off of me yeah sure did I have to learn to do that myself but that's another example of an an online business right let's say you love podcasts think about all the possible coaches out there all the possible other podcast owners there are out there that don't enjoy actually creating editing uploading writing the copy for podcasts, putting it out on socials, that could be something that you do. So there's lots of options for you here. And that's what I want you to recognize. Like in this world of starting an online business, think about the possibilities, right? If you've got a nine to five and you're stuck and you're in a space where you have to go to work and you have to go in at certain times, there's no freedom to that. When you have an online business, you're able to go and travel around the world. Once you have that initial Base, ground-based fundamental setup, and you have consistent client flow, you're able to go and travel. You're able to budget and give yourself an opportunity to go and travel. Like, I'm not joking, like I'm gonna go to Bali next year, and Bali is literally what, $2, $2 per meal, and you're looking at like $5 a night for stay in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I wouldn't be able to do that if I was locked in to a workplace. So this is why I feel everybody should have an online business because it opens up opportunity. It opens up another revenue stream. And one of the most dangerous things that you can have in this life is have one thing. One revenue stream, one marketing platform, one sales technique, one way of connecting with people. You want to be able to open up this possibility for yourself. So we've got those initial basis parts of your online business. We've got your guy. we've got your niche. We've got your market. Now we're going to start crafting that offer. We want to start creating solutions to all these problems. So let's say you have 15 problems. I want you to write out one to two to three different ways that you could solve each problem. And then once you have that, you're going to understand the different types of possibilities that you could do. You might even say, okay, well, I could create one package like this and then I could create a more premium package. So let's say you're a coach, you might go from okay, well, I could provide a few PDFs and walk through videos on how to overcome anxiety, or I could actually have a personal one-to-one session. That's totally different, right? So it's important to know what types of solutions you could create as well. So once you have all of those, all of those down, what we want you to do is this is something magical. This is something magical you can do is I want you to get that message out there. That first initial message. Once you have that offer and you've got an idea of what that looks like. Okay. i have this amount of support and I have this type of solution and this is how the solution is created and have a little bit of a game plan as, 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 as what is going to happen. Like, let's say some, let's say you decide to get a plumber in, right? They are going to take an initial assessment of the situation. Then they're going to either give you a package if it's an immediate if it's an immediate service that needs to be provided. They'll give you a price of what that would look like, and then they'll come and do the work on a set date. So, what would that look like for you? Okay, I've got my initial service, and then I've got the price. And then I've got when the work is due to commence. Is that immediately? Is that a month from now? You want to take a look into that. And then I want to reach out to all the possible people that could need my service. Now, this is dispelling you having the fear of judgment, fear of rejection, because guess what? If you stay in that space, you're always going to be in that space. So now it's now it's up to you to say, okay, who could possibly need my service? When I first started my business, I reached out to 3,000 people in about two weeks because I was like, hey, who's going to need a little bit of health and fitness? I mean, I felt like the majority of my Facebook did. So I was prepared to do the work that was necessary for stepping forward. And this goes back to one of my favorite quotes from Alex Hormozy, which is, I don't do my best. I do what is required. And so many business owners, when they start out, are so excited to create and create this new solution and create this new thing that's going to be revolutionary to the world. But then they're scared to reach out to that first person. But what you realize is when I did those 3000 messages, I was worried and scared about doing that initially. But as I did it repeatedly, 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 all of those fears disbanded. And the worst thing that could happen was somebody saying, no, can you not message me that? That was it. That was it. It wasn't anything personal. It was just, hey, like I I don't want your service. And when you can not take that personally, it really opens up a lot of possibility. So once you have that, it's then the sales process. So once you have that sales process, is it a quick, okay, cool, like this is how much it is. And when are you ready to start? It could be that simple. Maybe you need a little bit more of a more in-depth sales process like a high ticket discovery call process. Now, if that sounds like something that you'd need, then please do reach out to me because that's literally what I help with. But at the same time, you want to understand what that sales process is. So now that we've got all these processes down, I want you to have a think about this. We've got your initial idea. We've got the niche. We've got the market. We've got the creating the offer and we've got reaching out to certain people. Now, what you want to do is try and fail very, very quickly. Your first six months to a year in business are going to be a lot of try and fail. Then once that, you're going to work out what's been working. And then from there, it's just repeating that and double downing on that and making tweaks and improvements. The reason why so many entrepreneurs fail is because they they constantly change too many things. They're doing these big macro changes rather than improving the things that they're already doing on a micro micro level. They create a totally new offer when actually, if they just improved their original offer, that would have worked better. Like imagine if you had five, five clients, five new clients towards your service. And then with all those new clients, you said, Hey, could you offer some feedback on what you think would improve the service on what you liked and what you didn't like? And then with everything that you didn't like it's like, Oh, okay. Like how can I improve this? Maybe I could change my communication here. Maybe I could send an email here. Maybe I could onboard or have a survey of some kind of way of all the solution, all the challenges somebody's having. Maybe I could provide a weekly review. And once we start doing that, your service becomes more and, more and more and more and more and more and more and more valuable as you go along the journey. And that's what it's all about, is over time, your business getting more and more valuable so that you can sell to a higher level and sell to more people. Because imagine if you kept going at the same rate that you're going, and you said, I'm not just going to do this for six months, I'm going to play the long game, I'm going to do this for 10 years, and I'm going to work on improving my service every month. I'm going to improve a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Imagine the possibilities. And then let's say you get halfway down the journey and you're like, oh, you know what? I feel like I really want to speed this up and I want to get connected with a coach or a mentor who's done what I wanted to do. So let's say you wanted to travel the world and only work three hours a day and earn 20k a month. That's what I've done. So if you want to do that, reach out to me. The same as when I was going through my initial fitness transformation. I wanted to speed up my transformation because I felt like I was hindering my own progress by being egotistical and thinking that I knew it all. So I hired a coach and then I got the best shape of my life in four months. So think about the possibilities that could happen if you did that. It would be absolutely astronomical. And I want you to consider that as you step through at this episode, how to start an online business is super simple. Get clear on your guy, on what things excite you and will give you reason for being. Then from there, working out, okay, where's my market at? Nishing down so that you're really getting in with the right type of audience. Then from there, creating the, creating a good solution. That is gonna reduce somebody's hassles and give them an opportunity to say, yes, this would be something that I'd consider, then peak interest with your marketing. That could be in person, it could be online, it could be cold calling, could be anything, it could be a website. And then from there, the sales itself. Is that a quick click of the button? Or is that something where you need to have a little bit of a consultation, a little bit of a more of an in-depth chit-chat? And from there, it's simply deliver the service and continue to strive and improve it. So from that, guys, if you took anything from this podcast, if there's anything that landed, who do you know? Because it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about getting these messages to people that genuinely need it so they can raise their vibrations and for us to create this happier, positive energy game of life. And if you enjoyed anything from this episode and you want to learn more about business, go to my Facebook group. It's in the link in the bio. It's called Badass Business. It's really going to get you starting and we're going to have some masterclasses rolling forwards for the rest of this year and it's going to be really, really exciting. And you'll get to be the first people that know about all my exclusive offers as well. So for everybody listening, keep moving forwards. Don't ever stop. I appreciate you and I hope you have an awesome.